This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact Talk Radio. And on TuneIn.com, Hing.fm, and Upsnap Mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Welcome to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs. A fresh look at astrology shaped by channeled wisdom on the soul and its human journey. Enjoy inspirational insights on how to change karma and make changes for the better. And now, here's Tom. Hey everybody, welcome to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel. You can find me on the web at tdjacobs.com if you like what you hear on the show. Uh, The Soul's Journey is all about putting into context why you're here and how to make it happen. Uh, that's kind of the overall thing. And um, tonight's show is titled Trigger Warnings, and I'm going to explain what that is for those of you who don't um, maybe haven't encountered uh, that phrase or that idea before. And I'm going to talk about it in terms of collective evolution, things that are coming up to be resolved, things that are imbalanced and difficult. We don't quite know what to think of them, and I'm going to going to get into that and explain that. I, I like to to put my um, Neptunian uh, 12th house kind of uh, kind of satellite dish on some collective trends sometimes and, uh, and and try to explain them. But as I was thinking about this over the last, I think it's been about three or four weeks that I've been thinking about it, uh, the story of what I want to tell you slowly came into focus. And then uh, yesterday I knew that that's what the show uh, was going to be about. Uh, but first, I want to do some announcements. The first one is Saturday, July 12th, begins 10 weeks of intuitive skills development class with me. Sometimes people ask me to teach a channeling class, but in order to be able to channel, whether you want to talk to your guides or you know past life parts or spirit guides or or um, uh, you know you want to get in touch with some ascended master or some angel, and I've worked with like the whole variety plus dead people. And so, but anyway, the, the process really begins not with learning to channel, but with clearing out your field of excess energies, debris, blocks, fears, concerns, worries, anxieties, etc., in order to let your natural intuitive self function and flow with less inhibition or less uh, blocks and you can gradually increase that over time. And whatever your goal is to be more intuitive, to you know work with guides, or to really be able to receive guidance, to know that you're not alone and you have helpers who are always conspiring behind the scenes, that process involves altering your relationship with fear. And that's what the class is really about. Intuitive skills development leads to channeling, uh, leads to uh, that kind of stuff. But in fact, is a is a process of going through your history and really cleaning things up, changing your mind about why things happen. If you've read any of the channeled books, any of the five channel books that that I've uh, uh, produced and self published, or you've listened to the show, uh, you've heard me talk about rewriting history. I think I also talk about it in the Soul's Journey series too, in the conversations about karma in those three books, and how to change karma, which is not a very uh, it's not prevalent at all. I think I might be the only person who's saying you can change karma. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of uh, trying to be a Uranian leader with that because it's actually true. You change a belief and you really change it at its core and you change karma. But anyway, um, 
re- the class involves rewriting the history of why something happened to you so you can understand how it's part of your soul's journey, your soul's intentions for you. I do use people's charts during the class, but it's not an astrology class. We don't talk astrology, but I use it to understand some of the blocks you may come into the class with. Uh, in each class, uh, we do a, a meditation together together to set the tone, and I also do some energy balancing and uh, release work, which you can think of as energy work, energy healing. Uh, and, and during the last time I did it, Jehudi did those things through me, the Ascended Master I channel, also known as Thoth, St. Germain, and Merlin. But also now I'm doing energy work and channeling uh, Archangel Metatron as well. So it'll probably be a mix of different things to help, you know, over the course of the 10 weeks to help you really learn what the chakras are really about, these seven major energy centers in your field, and then how to consciously work with any issues you may have. So anyway, intuitive skills development class, um, and I'm offering a sliding scale with this. You can go to, go to my site and uh, look that up on my calendar and see the link to the flyer. Uh, go to tdjacobs.com. I'm excited about this class. I really love this class. And uh, giving you some notice, some extra, you know, what is it, about six weeks until that begins. Uh, okay, it's open to people everywhere, and it starts 10 a.m. Pacific. So uh, people in Europe who might want to spend a Saturday evening doing that uh, for, for uh, you know, a couple months, uh, it's open to you, too, because of the time. I did that intentionally just in case there's somebody uh, in Europe who might want to play. Uh, the other... The other announcement um, is, you know, I'm kind of having this. Um, it's kind of like a chatty kind of thing. It's kind of an announcement. Um, at my house, we're we're having a DIY renaissance. <laughs> we, um, my girlfriend and I have purchased growing things and flowering things to make it look like people actually live in our home. <laughs> we we joked for a long time that. Whoever really lives here is going to come back any moment because it just wasn't really always warm. Uh, we're kind of minimalist kind of people, and we both have strong Saturn in the fourth signatures, Capricorn or Saturn in the fourth. So minimalism, you know, fits with that. But so we've done that, and that's really made it seem like we live here, which is really nice. And and uh, and the other uh, DIY thing I just uh, that that my girlfriend has done is uh, making her own kombucha, which she did a couple decades ago. Uh, but it was very vinegary, she said, and she just it wasn't really working. So she's done it a completely different way now. I just sampled it before I came on the show, and it's fantastic. I'm terribly excited. And then my DIY thing is I bought a vibratory tumbler for rocks, and the first batch uh, is done today. So I'm sitting looking at a couple dozen polished rocks. They're all Brecciated, which means broken, red jasper. It's brecciated, B-R-E-C-C-I-A-T-E-D. It's worth looking at pictures online uh, so you can see um, the amazing colors and patterns. Anyway, I'm doing a big project that's about channeling. I haven't talked about it except with like three clients maybe just mentioning it. And, uh, and of course, with my girlfriend who's been aware of this for about a month that this has been happening. So I'm channeling uh, Jehudi and Metatron in a channel document that will be available for free when it's done. It's about three-quarters of the way there right now, so it's going to be a few weeks. And, um, and then I'm doing these stones, and I'm going to charge them with uh, their energies for healing issues to do with sexual abuse. So this is the official kind of announcement. This is on the way. The first round of all the crystal stuff is Tiger Iron. And that I've been doing since January. And on tdjacobs.com, you can go and see the charged Tiger Iron crystals. Those are up there. Uh, 
with the dimensions and the weight and all that stuff, and also quite a lot of information, channeled information, explaining this whole process. But tiger iron is a combination of red jasper, the stone, plus hematite and uh, gold tiger eye. And that's all for grounding and getting the lower three pyramids to – sorry, the lower three chakras as a pyramid, the, the foundation of your energy field. Now, when, that, when I work with Jehudi on this, he's always showing me that the root chakra needs to be, be solid and expansive, the base of a pyramid, which is your entire energy field, which is to say your consciousness. And so – uh, the, the, the tiger iron, uh, I want you to get, and yet this brecciated red jasper, as it's going to be charged and all this in- channeled information, which is really kind of, um, kick expletive. You're going to love it. Uh, and I'm making it available for free, whether you get a stone or not. You could just, you'll be able to, to get this like 25 page PDF and, and read through it and get a lot of great information from Jehudia Metatron on healing sexual abuse issues and understanding uh, thousands of years of patriarchy and how we've been shaped by contra- attempting to control sexuality, which leads to repression and kind of the whole the whole bit, some of which has been covered in the channel book Goddess Past, Present, and Future. And there's one other place that it's been covered. Oh, well, I, I went on tour three years ago, and some of the audio from that uh, – I went on my motorcycle up the West Coast. It was kind of crazy from Tucson. It's like a 4,000-mile trip in 26 days or something. It was crazy. And uh, Because what you don't know is that the wind in the western U.S. is out of control <laughs> all the time in these vast open spaces and near mountains, and it's crazy. Um, but anyway, I, I transcribed one of the channeled events – on that goddess tour. It was all about the goddess book, that tour. And it's called Conscious Communion, Healing Sex. And it's Jehudi's take on how to understand and heal things. So anyway, this is something that's really close to my heart. I do draw quite a lot of clients who want to talk about those things or have to, or, or are requesting to have energies removed from their fields about sexuality over the years. And so uh, this whole process of getting this red jasper and then getting a vibratory tumbler, so frankly, I can produce them faster than I can if I'm doing all of them by hand. I will do the tiger iron by hand going forward, I believe, because there's something about when I do them by hand, each piece spends a lot more time with me and my intentionality, and I'm putting like the good stuff into it even before I'm actually channeling to charge the stones energetically, which I do, uh, so that you can get this bookmark to Metatron and Jehudi and, and meditate with it. Um, but the Brecciated Red Jasper, I'm spending a little less time with, but I'll spend more time charging them. So there's a trade-off. I'll be doing multiple rounds of charging with them instead of um, like two half-hour rounds with the Tiger Iron. It's going to be a little more than that because there are going to be different layers of frequencies to put in these stones. But anyway, these um, these stones are unbelievably gorgeous. The thing with Brecciated Red Jasper is um, it's been broken. So it's near – it's Red Jasper, which is a very common – stone very uh common worldwide it's not it's not you know a rare stone certainly a rare crystal and um when it formed however many you know billions of of uh you know years ago uh it formed when it formed near fault lines later those fault lines moved and broke the rock and into the cracks at some point later water flowed and more material came in so it was broken and then filled in and one of the ideas that uh, these these two beings are talking about as I'm channeling this stuff is that you're never really broken. 
you can fill in the gaps of when there has been some kind of difficult issue regarding sexuality, including sexual molestation or abuse, you can fill in those gaps and heal this. You can fill in the gaps with other material, which would be, in our case, uh, love and loving intention of filling those things in. I mean, this whole show is about, essentially, is going to be about a victim mentality, which I've done shows like this before. I think I've done shows where I've talked about that a little bit. You know, encouraging people to take responsibility for what happens to you and understanding the logic of soul, how things come to you that your, your linear logical mind gets freaked out about because you are emotionally affected, you are hurt. So I've not, this is not rare for me to talk about, but to really start focusing on the issue of, you know, imbalanced sexuality, kind of like covering this whole, you know, history of humanity, you know, for the last few thousand years, uh, in one, in one broad stroke is kind of, um, I've done it before with the Lilith work and with the goddess book and other things. Uh, and of course that tour where I did, uh, a number of channeling events on, on Return of the Goddess is what the, the title of the events each was. And, um, but anyway, focusing on this and actually being able to give you a charged stone that will help you deal with that and help you heal that. And then this uh, document, this PDF that right now is like, I don't know, 20 or 30 pages or something. It's pretty 20 pages. Um, it's going to be really involved with how to deal with anger because anger is a result of pain. And when we've experienced certain things that don't work for us regarding sexuality and sex itself, uh, then, you know, anger can be a result. It can be hard to get through the anger to deal with the actual pain. So there's this whole protocol that is outlined in this channel material, and that's what I'm working on uh, these days. It's kind of really occupying me, actually. So thanks for your patience if I'm not returning your calls or emails right away because I'm, frankly, hanging out with Judy and Metatron, channeling it constantly with this. You know, when I'm not on the phone with people, I'm not napping and, and uh, eating sandwiches. But um, it's weird and new to channel both being simultaneously. Uh, so Jehudi's voice in the text, and he will say I, he refers to himself, but I'm channeling Metatron at the same time and getting two threads of information that get into the typing. And that's really new for me, so it's taking a really long time, uh, probably about twice as long as any other channel thing I've done. Uh, so it's, it's actually a very interesting process, but, but the brecciated red jasper is now whole and there are whites and grays and blacks, uh, that have filled in the gaps between this gorgeous red color. Over the next few days, I'm going to be taking pictures of this first set. Um, it's probably a, a couple weeks till I, till I channel or till I, um, charge them, uh, because I have to get into a certain space, um, certain frequencies they've been showing me that I have to kind of live with for a few days in order to actually charge these stones. Um, but I'm very excited. I'm very excited and you should be too if you, you know, if you've had some experience like that where you're not sure how to be open and vulnerable now, you're not sure how to, you know, create the, the, the love or romance life and sex life that, that's important to you. Uh, these stones will help and all the information from Jehudi and Metatron will support that process. So this is kind of phase two with the crystals. But anyway, the vibratory tumbler. That's where this all started, but I did want to share with you the stuff about what's unfolding with the brocaded red jasper because it's very exciting. Um, this vibratory tumbler, like there are two kinds of tumblers. One is a rotary tumbler, and that's to make rocks smooth. You put in rocks and, and grit, and it tumbles and smooths it out. A vibratory one takes about half as long. So I purchased one that Jehudi asked me to do, <laughs> and I've been spending weeks cutting these stones, cutting a big 17 and a half 
for about a month cutting in, in various processes because I couldn't do all of it. I had to get certain help from other people. But spending about a month cutting the 17-and-a-half-pound piece of rock into now about 70 small pieces. So I'm going to take the first break. Stick with me on The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs, and I will be right back. wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth and Saint Germain, explains soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com. Back to the Soul's Journey. This is uh, Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. And tonight's show, I'm kind of leading into it. I've kind of been taking my time in a meandering introduction. Uh, tonight's show is about trigger warnings and basically about um, how we deal with pain, how we deal with the identities that develop surrounding when, when we've been hurt or when we've been victimized. Uh, I'm actually still in my announcement phase, so thanks for your patience. I want to talk about a, about a couple of transits in the sky right now and give you a sense of um, – the kind of information I'm giving subscribers who subscribe through my site, tdjacobs.com. And um, uh, this month, I think there were uh, 30, 47 minutes of videos and uh, 50 minutes of audio, or over an hour of audio, including a channel meditation and then some stuff on the full moon and new moon. And um, and so I'm giving quite a lot of information covering the solar month, What not just what's happening, but how to approach it consciously how to use the energies and how to uh, evolve, you know, on this ongoing basis. How to really do evolutionary astrology, which which teaches um, that we 
or which which holds that people change over time. So I'm giving you information to roll with, you know, current events. And um, we just uh, earlier today, a few hours ago, had the new moon in Gemini, and there's a 17 minute video this month on the new moon in Gemini. And uh, or no, the the um, sorry, the sun in Gemini video is 17 minutes. The uh, the new moon is about, I think about 20 minute of MP3, and then the full moon. Uh, full, moon, full moon when Sagittarius moon happens. Uh, that's about 30 minutes. But um, you're supposed to be planting a new seed in Gemini, and Gemini is about new things. So, you know, how can we best, um, I, in this material, I go into how to approach something new, how to get over yourself so you can be open to new possibilities and kind of really going in depth with that. And Mercury is just about. Uh, ready it's tomorrow morning early it goes into cancer then it gets up to three degrees cancer and it stations retrograde it turns it seems from our perspective on earth to turn around and um and so then it goes from cancer it enters cancer is there for you know a week or so and then it turns around goes back into gemini and so i explain you know in these materials how to deal with that, how to understand that, and how to use the energy intentionally and, uh, and, uh, you know, with conscious, with consciousness. Um, I also talk about, uh, uh, Mars being direct, which happened, uh, maybe the day I released the videos or the day before. It happened on, on May 20th. And, um, talking about, you know, it's still an orb of opposing Uranus and squaring Pluto. And how that now it's direct and Jupiter's moved on, you know, to about 19 cancer at this point. How to really understand that conversation as it evolves now that, um, you know, Pluto is more retrograde, Jupiter's gone, and Mars is now direct, you know, moving slowly. So the subscriber materials are really rich and in depth. And it, if I did the math right, it's over an hour and a half of stuff that I, that I uh, shared with them this month. Um, so anyway, I encourage you to check that out through tdjacobs.com. Um, I love preparing these things every month. I, when I first started it, uh, late in the year, I guess December went with the, uh, uh, sun entering Capricorn, the uh, winter solstice was the first month. When I first did it, I was really excited about consistency. I have transiting Saturn on my second house sun, and it was time to put more something more structured in what I find important and what I can do. And I'm always thinking about astrology. You know, that's a second house thing, what you find important and what your skills are. Uh, and so, um, you know, putting all the the ways I play with technology between videos and editing software and MP3s and all that stuff together and um, really bringing you, you know, a user's manual for the month. Uh, and I've, I've really enjoyed doing it. There there have been a couple times when I realize, oh, my gosh, the sun is changing signs in two days. I kind of have to make this happen. Uh, but but I really love doing it. So I encourage you to, to take advantage of that. And, and you also um, – and it's actually very affordable given all the materials you get and there's a bunch of perks, which some people might call like savings or discounts. I'm calling them subscriber perks, uh, on just about everything I offer and also, uh, a monthly call for an hour to pick my brain about just about anything. And people have been really, um, using that to talk about meditation practice, talk about, you know, they have a tiger iron stone, but they're curious about, you know, how to use it or, or, an, or an effect that they had or, you know, something that happened. Um, they want to understand it better and also just all kinds of questions about astrology and aspects and all kinds of great stuff. So you can read all about that at tdjacobs.com. Now, um, getting into uh, what I really want to get into today, um, <laughs> trigger warnings are – I've been hearing this discussed in uh, – media and news. I've been hearing stories about this. And what it means is that people 
are starting to talk about it in a large way. So, of course, you know, m- certain media uh, places or people are, are looking at it because it's a th- topic of conversation now. And essentially, it's a preface to something you're about to read or hear that, you know, like one gener- generic way of doing it is this material may contain sensitive information or this next story or this article. And it would be like, if it were in print, it'd be like an italicized thing above the article. And, but, but it's getting specific. It's not just saying, oh, if you have kids or you're a sensitive person, maybe you don't want to listen to this or whatever, or maybe you don't want your kids in the room to hear this. We hear that all the time. Like in the podcasts I listen to, I, I do hear that. Uh, like storytelling podcasts and you know news media podcasts and um, but it also gets into um, this the following story you know mentions sexual abuse or mentions rape or mentions molestation or men- mentions something like that um, you know and that kind of trigger warning and the intention is to prepare people of course. Like obviously you're already getting this, but I'm going to explain it so that they're not surprised by what it is, you know, what 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 it is. They're not caught off guard. Their their traumas are not triggered by this thing. So it's a trigger warning. This thing has triggers about what this ever whatever topic it is. But what it really means is that we're building in some kind of you know thing, some kind of buffer, because we don't know how to deal with trauma. So since I spend a great deal of time working on this with people, uh, and then I hear these stories about this like thing that's happening and like, you know, people being really upset when they get triggered because the trauma and the fear is triggered. It's been coming up in these news stories about, um, readings handed out to, to people in school, whether kids and like high school or college kids like sometimes it's coming up i think i've heard about it more in terms of college kids like being handed an article or a story and there's like a note on it that's like the the the, like warning the trigger warning and uh so i've been thinking about this a lot because um i encounter all the time in myself and others victim mentality victim consciousness and uh I'm kind of making it kind of a little personal mission to explain more about this and teach more about this so that you don't have to do it. You know, spending years with uh, Senate Master Jehudi uh, and now also with Metatron, I've, I've spent more time actually with, with Metatron, but he was functioning as a guide of mine and he was being um, not huge energetically. He's a very intense being and it's very distracting to live with him sometimes, but I've learned a middle ground. He's taught me how in the last few months to develop a middle ground so I can spend more time with him and not be overwhelmed and drained and have to like, you know, fall over asleep, you know, from a, from an otherwise, uh, normal situation or position, just like, you know, just like being exhausted and tired. Um, but anyway, but, uh, working with these beings, they they want us to be empowered. They want us to make decisions. They want us to assert our free will. They want us to unapologetically live our lives. And, uh, you know, take, not to be corny, but to take a dream, to take a goal, take a vision, and to learn to do something about it. And of course, given our charts, we have all these different archetypes in play. And, you know, for a Saturn person, there's like a, there's like a hard work, 
uphill kind of thing that might go with that. For uranium person, there's an individuation or freedom or rebellion thing that goes with this. And, you know, for somebody with a strong um, solar signature, the sun, you know, the importance of opinion and individuality. So there, there are all kinds of different ways we go about this, but every single human – they say, is a powerful divine creator because we're portions of, of divine consciousness, portions of goddess and God coming here to learn how to honor our creative energies. So this whole thing about our multi-life journey, it brings up the reality. Like like you, you can say that this is, um, this is what I want to do. Like I might say, client, you know, I'm on the phone with you. What would you like to do with your life? And uh, you might say, I don't know. And I don't accept I don't know for an answer, but what I do is I will gently walk you through to find out why part of you thinks you don't know or part of you is trying not to identify what it is. <laughs> and uh, I'm laughing because it's like – because the clients end up laughing with me, you know, laughing about this process because they do know. But some, certain things have happened. You know, events have occurred and uh, feelings have been attached to the memories of these events and then ideas, which are beliefs about why these things happened, and then there you have karma. So you're actually vibrating, I don't know, or maybe I can't have what I want, or maybe my life isn't that important, or maybe I don't have a purpose here. Maybe I'm really just supposed to be wiping all these noses and making all these lunches, or maybe I'm really just supposed to be not asserting myself. It's not true. You're here to do something. It, it, you know, it, it, you're here to live out a sense of purpose. And um, that's I love evolutionary astrology for that reason, because the chart states it very clearly what that purpose is, but then also what's been getting in the way. So this whole thing about trigger warnings is we don't know as a collective how to deal with what has happened that now gets in the way. So there's some debris in our fields. We have triggers, emotional triggers. Triggers that take us into trauma states because we haven't processed trauma. We haven't understood how to deal with those energies and emotions. So this is what I do. So if, if this is, you know, striking a chord with you, if you feel you have blocks, you know, in your life, or you feel that you're not sure why you may be blocked, but you kind of sense you're blocked because things that you really would love aren't happening and you perhaps feel or perceive they can't. This is what I do, removing blocks to things. And so give me a call. Like, call me. My number is 213-925-6019. And my email is tom at tdjacobs.com. And, of course, the site is tdjacobs.com. And um, if you're just uh, now hearing this and you haven't been listening for a long time, uh, within the last month, I instituted a new sliding scale, which makes it much more affordable for many more people to come in and get the help they need as often as they need it. So I encourage you to call me if any of this stuff resonates with you. None of us needs to be a victim. And there are definite ways to clear energy, to release old ideas, to retrain your consciousness, to think new thoughts. Uh, people use affirmations uh, all the time, and that's great. Um, but sometimes you can say an affirmation that's wonderful, and a part of you jams the signal by saying, I don't really believe that. And then you, you, you try to figure out five and six months later why the thing you're, you're doing the affirmation about isn't happening and why you feel like you're struggling and why you're stressed about it and why when you think about doing the affirmation, you're just cranky. <laughs> and it's because a part of you has been hurt and doesn't buy the affirmation. And so I also help people uh, shift that. That's actually quite a lot of the energy work I do is we do some energy work during session 
we kind of create a meditative space together. I call in your guides and my guides. I call in Jehudi and Metatron and we, and your past life parts, your inner kids, anyone who needs to speak and, um, and have you do affirmations while all of our energy fields are linked together, which makes it more effective, much more effective than if you were just saying, here's the wonderful affirmation. Here's the wonderful, you know, over and over again doing the affirmation. So kind of like supercharging the affirmation process while clearing energies that block the affirmation process for you. So anyway, I'm um, um, really interested in people understanding what has happened in the past and owning it and getting to the point where you're grateful to the people who ruined everything or hurt you <laughs> because – you are a divine being. You are co-creating all that happens to you, even the painful things. Roughly, you know, we can just figure the odds. Roughly half the things that might go down, you know, in our lives might be painful. Just figure the odds. Because the painful things teach us just as much, if not more, than uh, the happy things. Because because pain actually drives us to search our feelings, to get to know ourselves, to respond in ways that bring up shadow parts, parts we're not sure how to deal with, you know, like, um, um, you know, kind of like letting something out, whether it's through grief or anger or frustration that tells us more about who we are, a part that's under the surface that may not get to speak all the time. So stress and tension and pain are wonderful teachers. Now I don't like going through it either, but I'm able even sometimes while I'm experiencing, you know, some kind of thing over the course of a few weeks or a few months, it's really difficult. I'm able to go back and forth between stepping back with objectivity and understanding there's a lesson here and I don't need to freak out and think that life is a jerk or some terrible name that you could insert for jerk. Um, but, you know, <laughs> uh, anyways, I get distracted because I have an actual terrible name. Sometimes I say, universe, you're a blah, 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 uh, because I get very frustrated, you know. Anyway, <laughs> enough about me. Um, but anyway, uh, this whole process, we need to own what has happened to us and not in a, well, it was my bad karma, so I was, it was terrible. Not in a way that says, well, I must have deserved it or gosh, I might be being punished for something. But everything in your life is actually a creation of your soul to teach you more about being human. When you can really get that and you can really drink in all the perspectives that come through from these beings and your guides, Judy and Metatron and your guides, and the kind of things that I'm teaching, kind of like bringing through all those perspectives into teachings and trying to make them cogent um, through all the through 15 books or something that you can get through Kindle and Amazon. Um, you should check those out, by the way. I sometimes forget to mention that, but these are great resources for learning how about uh, learning about how we do astrology, as well as um, getting information straight from Jehudi, five channel books from Jehudi, and um, yeah, and then the astrology books and some on mythology too. Uh, Living Myth and uh, the Lilith book and the Chiron book are all really uh, really powerful books. Um, and these are kind of niche archetypes that I work with, and then I spend a lot of time evaluating the the myth versus the archetype, like the story we get versus the thing we live, the actual th the thread of consciousness within us that that is archetypal. Um, so as I pull all these things together, um, I'm trying to get you to own what's happened to you with grace and ease and compassion for all involved so that you are not responding to others angrily. You're not responding to yourself or others with judgment and regret and shame and guilt. 
And on that note, we're going to take the second break. Stick with me. This is Tom Jacobs on The Soul's Journey, and I will be right back. wondered what your soul is? How about how to create a meaningful life to make the most of your time on earth? In the important new channeled book, Conscious Living, Conscious Dying, Ascended Master Jehudi, aka Thoth and Saint Germain, explains soul, life and death to support you in living a meaningful life now. It opens with a description of soul and how it informs and experiences your human life. Creating a meaningful life and an in-depth exploration of death follow, making this a must-have for all humans. Conscious Living, Conscious Dying provides a roadmap for making peace with the reality of life and the fact of death to free you to make the most of your time on Earth. Get your copy of Conscious Living, Conscious Dying now on Amazon, Kindle, or at tdjacobs.com. When you've thought positive thoughts, tried to forgive yourself and others for everything, and read piles of self-help books and still feel stuck, call evolutionary astrologer and channel Tom Jacobs. Consultations with Tom reveal the core of what hurts you and holds you back. Tom changes clients' lives with a personalized blend of evolutionary astrology, messages from spirit guides, channeling and energy work with Ascended Master Jehudi and Archangel Metatron, chakra cleaning and rebalancing, past life integration, and teaching you to transform what you are manifesting. Tom will provide whatever you need to move through knots, blocks, or bruises. To book a life-changing session with Tom Jacobs, call 213-925-6019 or visit tdjacobs.com. Welcome back to The Soul's Journey. This is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com, and I'm an evolutionary astrologer and channel if you're just joining the show. And tonight I'm talking about trigger warnings and victim consciousness. So so trigger warnings are developed to give you the opportunity to be warned that something that you may find triggering or triggerable, triggering, uh, you may find to be a trigger, uh, is about to be there. So whatever, you can prepare yourself, you can avoid it, you can steal yourself, or you can check out or whatever, or you can not read the thing, not listen to the thing. And um, the thing is the world is full of experiences. <laughs> the, the world is full of all manner of what happens between humans, by humans, to humans, um, what happens with events and how they affect us. You cannot escape things that will trigger you is the big idea. So, I mean, if you do, you'll end up being holed up in your home and hiding. Like that's the only way to effectively avoid triggers. So to understand the source of trauma, to understand how you've co-created something, not because you're a jerk or your soul is mean or you deserve punishment, nothing like that, but so that you learn more about how to be human, because this involves making choices and dealing with the results. So and that's the that's the the big deal about the human journey. Like what 
what is the meaning of life? And the meaning, you know, <laughs> the meaning of life is, um, I'm laughing because I, um, I, I didn't even tell you what it is yet, so you have to keep listening. But uh, uh, I'm laughing because when I was younger, I just really wanted to understand why everything happened. And now I have these amazing tools and insights that have been kind of gifted to me and, and offered to me. And I have had to radically change uh, my brain-centered life in order to be able to do it, but I've been able to adapt to them. And, I, and so I have a little bit of joy thinking back to that history of being very stressed because I didn't understand why things happened. And now I have a much, you know, I do, I do. And uh, I'm able to do that for myself and others to, to see how things really work. Um, but the, the meaning of life from the soul's perspective is to understand the choice and dealing with the results. So many of us at this point are uh, collections of memories and uh, energetic signatures and sometimes uh, the images lately I've been getting when I work with people regarding trauma in the emotional body is these scratches and dents that can be buffed out and and uh and kind of gently you know brought out and uh and eradicated eliminated but uh this this image of these these wounds and some of us emotionally look like um you know really old rusty jalopies up on cement bricks in somebody's yard like that's what emotionally some of us are carrying if so many dents and scratches and bits of rust on our emotional body uh, on our, in our emotional field, and then of course all of the the the, the brain-centered protection strategies that try to prevent it from being worse, actually then vibrate all the things you don't want to repeat. So I, I always have people decide that they're safe. It's it's a constant theme. Even people I can tell who feel safe, I have them do it. Because their inner parts, their past life parts or inner kids need to hear it. <laughs> so I'm always asking people to decide that they're safe because that lets that root chakra, the base of this you know, pyramid of the lower three chakras and the foundation of the energy field get straightened out. So actually, everybody who's listening, use that as an affirmation every day for two weeks and see what happens. Um, anyway, all of the machinations of the linear logical mind to try to protect you vibrate, I'm not safe. I need to protect myself. There are things to be afraid of, and then that's what you're vibrating. So if you can look at the rust and the dents and the pings and the, oh, this is where that big rock fell off the bumper of that truck and you know hit the headlight. If you can look at all these bits of, of damage that you perhaps feel are not fixable, if you can look at them and feel them and learn to integrate that, integrate what it has to say while you know you're safe, you can come out of that trauma response. Um, I'm somebody who doesn't pussyfoot around people's problems unless – no, do I do that? Personally, I sometimes try to do it. <laughs> Through my work, I never do it. So um, you know, I almost listed a bunch of traumatic kinds of things at the outset of the show, not giving you a trigger warning so you could feel triggered. And then as I explained what's happening, you could kind of have a sense of it. But I didn't do it that way. Uh, but um, – but uh, I don't want to avoid, when I'm talking with you, what has hurt you. I want you to transform it and change your experience of it. And I want you to rewrite the history, and I want you to know you're safe, and I want you to look at the, at the scared part of you, the part of you that's been hurt and feels disempowered, who, who can't come out of that. 
and I want you to stop giving the reins or the wheel over to that part of you. And that's my job. So I want you to call me so I can help you do that. And I'm really happy about the sliding scale uh, as an aside. I'm really happy because a lot more people are calling me, and actually my schedule is filling up on a weekly basis. And it's very normal and reasonable, so there's no waiting There's no waiting period. It's kind of like people are guided, it happens, to just fill my schedule in a gentle way. It's not like some overwhelm situation. So you don't have to wait for a session. You know, it's it's really fantastic, but people are calling. And some people are calling multiple times in a week to just get a handle on things and in some sessions getting energy work and other sessions talking using their astrology charts, even the ones of their loved ones, you know, if they have permission, and really getting to the bottom of things and getting affirmations. And I'm just – it's kind of – you know, after 10 years of doing this work, you know, I started seeing clients just 10 years ago um, and a year before that being immersed – in the uh, astrology, in the astrology stuff, uh, this stuff. Um, but now being able to reach many more people, and the show is helping because all the people who are coming in are finding me through the show. So, so I'm, you know, the show is actually doing what I always wanted it to do. It just took a year and a half and the sliding scale to get there. So, so anyway, really, really happy I'm able to get these perspectives to people, and um, and so I'd love for you to uh, to sample that. To sample that as well. So um, you can think right now about everything that has happened to you that hurts, or you can think about the things that you might you, – the, the part of you <laughs> thinks that you should have a trigger warning for and um, and understand that there's something out of balance or there's something that hurts. I'm, I'm just going to tell you this little story because um, – and I'd forgotten about this for years actually – uh, maybe I haven't thought of it in five or ten years. Maybe it was a time when I wished I, I wish I would have had a trigger warning. And I was in ninth grade health class <laughs> in uh, New Philadelphia, Ohio, where I grew up. And um, and uh, I don't know what was going on. I almost said what was wrong with the teacher, but what's going on with the teacher that that kind of caused this? It was very I perceived it as being very insensitive, but. It, maybe it's just that I have, you know, part of me needed a trigger warning or wished he had it. But she showed a film, a film that actually involved a medical procedure and that freaked me out. I was actually the only person who had a problem with it as I remember it. And I, I went to the, uh, I went to the administration and I made a complaint and I was like the only person who had ever said anything about this thing. Basically like watching a surgery without warning. Anyway, you know, somebody cutting into somebody else. It was terrible. I'm still, I still remember it. Anyway, you know, my Mars Uranus in the first square of the nodes. I have a thing about knives and cutting and you know violence and things. So, um, but I remember that being you know 14 ish years old and really feeling that trauma triggered. I didn't know at that time what was going on, but now I understand. There's a lot of stuff about you know knives, trauma, cutting, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, it would have made me feel safer. If I had known that was coming, because that's what it was. I didn't object that she showed this film because it was about something about the health class, whatever. Obviously, it was a medical thing. Um, but I objected that there was no warning. Well, you know, here I am, you know, over 25 years later. I can't count, so forget that. I don't even know how long ago it was. Um, but, or how old I am now, even as a reference point. Uh, but anyway, you know, decades later-ish, um, I get it. I get that I had a hot button that this thing triggered, and I was the only person in the room who had that hot button. And um, I was incensed, 
But I get it now. I get it. And so uh, anyway, I don't avoid that now. And I sometimes will say to a client or to someone I'm speaking with, I don't say, um, this might be hard or um, you might find this challenging. I say, I'm going to be blunt or I'm not going to pull any punches. Sometimes I say, can I just say the thing that's terrible? And they always say yes because they feel safe and they, and they trust me and they're, you know, paying me money to tell them how to help themselves, you know, help them and, and give them tools. So they always say yes, but, you know, I, I do kind of give that warning without saying, oh, you might be sensitive because of Mars square Pluto in your eighth house. I don't do that. You know, I don't pussyfoot around it and I don't, you know, but I am gentle, but I'm honest. And so I think that's a great strategy. I'm finding that to be a wonderful strategy in my work and in my life where you're not avoiding things that are difficult because things that are difficult uh, need to get resolved. The, the normal natural state of your energy field is not to hold bubbles of energy and bits of fear. They, they constantly try to come to the surface to be, re, to be resolved. Your normal natural state is to flow, is to feel energy and emotion and to engage with others and to have various experiences and let energy go and form a new relationship here and end a current relationship there and, you know, revisit a past thing. It's like normal flow to learn about yourself as an energetic emotional being. But like I said, some of us have emotional bodies that could be likened to that car on the, you know, on the skids or on the, uh, on the blocks in the front yard with the tires missing and the windshield, you know, crashed out and all that or uh, shattered out. Um, so anyway, to really look at those things is empowering because all those painful things, all those traumatic things, if we avoid them, we are avoiding elements of ourselves. We're denying who we are. Now you are not that wounding. That's what I want to be really clear about all the time I talk about this. You're not the things that have happened to you. You're not the problems. You are not a victim of what's happened to you, but you are a product of all these experiences and the, the reasons that you have ascribed that they have happened, which are the beliefs and the karma about it. So we are, vi as I've talked about in recent shows about the logic of soul, you can look those up. We are, every human is vibrating what his or her soul intends that he or she experience. And that's where we look at the chart and say, oh, well, since so this person has Pluto in the seventh and Mars in the first and like, you know, that's where we look at the, that what you're actually vibrating and what kinds of, what parts of life and what ways these things manifest. Um, but all of it can be turned around for the better and you can change karma. You can change karma. My, my previous podcast I mentioned recently and then one of my, one of my students and clients, um, recently told me she was listening to those episodes and finding them really helpful is called Unraveling Karma. And uh, you can you can uh, check that out. You can, you can learn uh, some really cool stuff about evolutionary karmic astrology uh, and how I analyze charts and run through charts. I would use it as an adjunct to uh, the Soul's Journey trilogy, the book series, uh, one, two, and three. Um, anyway, I did, I don't know, 25-ish episodes over three or four years, and you can get those through my blog at tdjacobs.com. Just go to the right and on the category thing at the bottom, check, uh, check podcast. And you'll get the unraveling karma starting at the later episodes. I would go back to the beginning. I would kind of go to the next page, you know, because there's more than will fit on one page. And uh, that was uh, you, uh, listeners sending in their birth data and their questions. Then I answered questions on how to unravel the karma regarding the issue they were they were doing. So if you're a 
uh, an intrepid astrology student and want to want to learn those perspectives, you can check that out. So we're coming to the end of uh, this show, and um, yeah, I just want to finish. I just want to finish this out by saying um, uh, to look at the thing that's difficult is one of those Plutonian things, and uh, to look at the part of you that's shaped by this and what it wants to do in response to being hurt, you know, to being pained and uh, hurt or feeling stepped on. To really look at those things can be seen as kind of an act of bravery. It is this requires some courage. Uh, and I want you to get there. I want you to be able to clear, always to clear out what's happened to you or the meaning ascribed to what's happened to you. You know, some of us want to run from our histories and uh, try to escape the feelings that have uh, resulted from experiences we've had. If we can understand they're attracted to us by soul to serve a purpose, then we can we can begin to get through it. So get grounded. Get the free 13-minute MP3 from uh, linked from my homepage, tjjacobs.com. Get that. And then uh, decide you're safe. Do that every day, at least twice a day. Uh, clear out energies that don't belong to you. It's a part of the process. Open your heart. Feed your aura. Raise your vibration. Get grounded to the earth. Know you're safe. Get a tiger iron stone from my site, tdjacobs.com. Those are really powerful for grounding, really seriously helping people change aspects of their human experience just because they have this object that have charged as a bookmark to Jehudi and uh, and uh, Metatron's frequencies. And, of course, all the stuff on the crystals page on my site uh, – We'll explain why and how to use it and some channeled information there. That's really great. So I'm excited about that, uh, excited about the new phase of the brecciated red jasper. You can look up pictures of that. Now, soon I'll be posting stuff on my blog about this. Uh, and within a few weeks probably they'll be, they'll be available. I'm trying to time it with Mercury going into Cancer for attention on healing. But then it's going to go retrograde so soon. So we'll, we'll see what the timing is like. So anyway, also check your calendars and sign up for uh, – uh, Saturday, July 12th for 10 Saturdays, the Intuitive Skills Development class, which is basically a channeling class. Get all that info. Keep up with me. Donate to support the show. Book a reading. Get a Soul's Journey soundbite. All that stuff through tdjacobs.com. Thank you for your time and energy, and I'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to The Soul's Journey with Tom Jacobs, a fresh look at astrology and soul inspired by channeled wisdom. For more information, tune in every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Pacific. Connect with Tom directly via www.tdjacobs.com. That's tdjacobs.com.